The views and opinions of those who talk and appear on the AK Swish podcast are their own. Listener's discretion is advised. This is the AK Swish Podcast. And we live. All right. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Be the last AK Swish Podcast. 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 Of. 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 2019. Team. 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 And I'm your host, Kyle Cornell. Done alongside by your other host, Andrew Frederick. Recapping the year that was in sports for 2019, and Andrew, it was a doozy. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It definitely was a doozy. A lot of shit. It definitely, definitely was a doozy. A lot of stuff going um, down in 2019. So it was just a load. So we're going to give you <laughs> an Elvis-sized load. We're going <laughs> to give you... <laughs> We're going to give you our top 10 moments uh, from this past season. It's all opinion-based. There's no right way or wrong way to rank these. Unless you rank it different than us, then go fuck yourself. Uh, so here are we go. Andrew, your number 10 moment in 2019 for sports. Luca LeBron triple-double game. Really? Yeah, this was kind really? of a... This, no, seriously. James on the attack, had the angle, and able to muscle in the finish. Doncic, you bet. Get it back into the arms of Luca. James isolating against Doncic, a bomb. You bet. LeBron James is delivering. This is kind of an important game. God a, damn it. Let's go over the stat line for both of them. Luca at 31, 13, and 15, and then LeBron at 39, 12, and 16. Why I put this in my top 10 is this is like a solidification of what Luka Doncic is going to be able to do here in the league very shortly. I have a feeling that Kyle has this as his number 10 as well. No! (laughs) No! It's a fucking regular season game. No one scored 100 points. Fuck, it's the the entire year. Why this triple-double game mattered is like... Oh, you're you're something else. Is it really points out that Luka Doncic is really something to be reckoned with in this league? And it's been proven so far. We already knew that! Fuck! Not we like this. That. He's averaging a triple double almost. God so damn it, Andrew. We knew it. They didn't know it. But that was a big game. If you haven't watched it, watch the highlights. Fun game. By the way, for people that are saying that, oh, Russell Westbrook did this for three years, no one gave a fuck, but now Luca's doing it and everyone cares. Fuck you guys. He did it when he was white. No, no, no. Fat. We definitely gave <laughs> a joking. fuck when Russell did it. Well, I don't know why he won a goddamn MVP because of it. So I don't want to hear your bullshit. Oh, he's done it for three years. No one cares. Also, We're tired of it now because he keeps doing it. In, in Russell, uh, Russell Wilson, Russell Westbrook is like extremely more athletic at the time and he was a little bit more tenured in his career and we knew that this was going to come from Russell Westbrook we just didn't think it would it happen multiple times so that's how I see it so you're going to notice a theme in my list it's a lot of firsts a lot of firsts because I, I like when things don't happen before and they happen <laughs> if that makes sense sure. so my number 10 is the St. Louis Blues winning their first ever Stanley Cup the Bruins up along the wall Schwartz he'll clear the zone 
a team that was in last place on January 3rd. The players on the bench are bouncing up. History will be made tonight in Boston. 15 seconds to go as Shen blocks a puck to the corner. 10 seconds remaining. Get up, St. Louis. Get on your feet. Raise them high. Five seconds to go. And the time winds down. They did it. It's over. The game is over. The series is over. The wait is over. And the St. Louis Blues are the Stanley Cup champions for the first time in franchise history. Uh, yeah. Holy shit. And mainly because I feel bad for the city of St. Louis. He lost to Rams. You know, the Cardinals made the playoffs, but they hadn't really been the same since they won their last one. You know, it's, it's been, you know, over a decade since they really had something to be proud of. You don't have a basketball team. I mean, this, this felt good for St. Louis. I felt good for them to get this, and, you know, I don't know how they're doing now because I don't really follow hockey until the playoffs start, and even then it's few and far between. But wish them the best this year, too, this coming 2020 season to, to cap off what was their defending championship season, but I think they surprised a lot of people when they won too. I forget, who did they play in the uh, in the uh, Stanley Cup final? Do you remember? Do you do do ye? The Stanley Cup final? No, I do not remember. Uh, it wasn't Washington, was it? No, was it? Was it wasn't Boston? Was it? I'm just picking teams I think are good. <laughs> I don't even know. I'll be honest with you, I probably didn't pay attention. So uh, you didn't pay attention. Probably not. To, to this conversation or to... <laughs> what you just said. NHL, probably. Stanley Cup. I'm looking this up. Here we go, 2019. Yeah, they played Boston. Yeah, they beat Boston in seven games. You should have paid attention, you asshole. <laughs> probably should have, yeah. I feel like you did, and I feel like we talked about it on the show. Probably. Yeah, you're 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 a bad fan. That's your team. Fuck you. You're, you're awful. Even, honestly, wasn't Number nine. Number nine for me. I have uh, Dirk retiring. That was kind of a big deal for me this year. Uh, wow. Uh, I'm a little overwhelmed, as you would think. Um, Mark, can't wait to see what you got from my jersey retirement. I mean, this is... Thank you guys so much for coming out. And... You know, I'll never be gone. I'll stay here. This is my new home with my wife and my kids. Well, I left Germany over 20 years ago and I became a Texan. So thank you guys for having me and we'll see you soon. Uh, again, 1,500 games played, 20.7, 7.5, 2.4, 14-time All-Star. 2011 champion, 12-time All-NBA, 6th in scoring, and he set the tone for what the league is supposed to be at this point in time. Not trying to cover two Mavericks at the same time, but it's kind of like what the league is now. And when that guy, wow, my voice just cracked you like that. As as the league just, as the league changes radically, the big man role has become more formulated towards what Dirk was able to accomplish. And uh, I'm going to miss him, so that was a big deal for me this year. I hate you. Okay. My number nine is uh, Dirk, D-Wade, and Tony Parker all retiring this season, this offseason. It's the end of an era. Uh-huh. A couple, couple major stars and Tony Parker, who was actually probably more successful Parker. than both of them. But Tony I mean, Parker. <laughs> I think he won as many championships as they did combined. Which yes, is, probably. 
but ha- Parker has like four or five, right? And uh, I know Wade has three and Dirk has one, so there you go. Um, yeah, dude. We're, I mean, when it comes down to it, at the end of the day, we are technically a basketball podcast, so we obviously do all sports, but Becky-ball. it's our it's our biggest background, per se, and those guys were big for us, you know, growing up. And yes. so this is our generation. Now we're kind of watching the next generation come through. You talked about it in your last pick. Yeah, see? So, I mean, Mine's it's- uh, well-rounded. Yeah, fuck your well-rounded. Uh, well-rounded. I'll give you a well-rounded. Uh, yeah. Okay. Number eight. Number eight. And this one we just talked about, and that's why I wanted to bring it up. Is Joe Burrow this season? It is my pleasure to announce the 2019 winner and 85th recipient of the Heisman Memorial Trophy is Joe Burrow, Louisiana State University. Congratulations, LSU. All my teammates have have supported me, welcomed me with with open arms. Kid from Ohio, coming down to the Bayou and. And welcome me as brothers, and it's been so awesome. I want to thank the, the Heisman people for a great weekend. Thank you for, for allowing me to be here, and as well as my family. I tried to leave a legacy of hard work and, and preparation and loyalty and dedication everywhere I go. And I'm surrounded by such great people that make that so, so easy. Great strength coaches. Coach Mick is in the audience, my strength coach from, from Ohio State, and, and Coach Moffitt is, is watching from home, and they've made me a great person and, and a great player and, and so much better because of them. Joe Burrow at 4,700 yards, 48 touchdowns, 78% completion rating. He had to sit behind Dwayne Haskins. Then was let known that Justin Fields was coming in, asked for transfer. Was between Cincinnati and LSU. Goes to LSU. Balls the fuck out, as I just stated. Beats out three other Buckeyes for the Heisman and right now is playing for a college football playoffs. Let's be Let's be clear, too. He didn't it wasn't Haskins, it was JT Barrett first. Because yeah. he played last year at LSU and went 16 touchdowns, two interceptions. Yeah, that's right, man. Year. I'm sorry. Yep. But, I mean, either way, behind Ohio State quarterback that's underachieving in the NFL, and now he's the guy. Right, exactly. So, so Joe Burrow, Those Ohio State congratulations, congratulations to you. This is just a Cinderella story, and I think you're well-deserving of probably going to be the number one pick. We knew you were going to be the Heisman. This is kind of one of those guys that are undisputed, and he, he's definitely shown that 2019 was his year. Yeah, I uh, I don't have Joey B in my top ten. Sorry to hear that. Listen, you will find no bigger fan than Joey Burrow, but he's not in my top ten. Number eight for me, the Kentucky Derby callback. There's one furlong to go. It's maximum security digging down deep. Country House continues to close on the outside, but maximum security at the peak of perfection in the Kentucky Derby. Wins by two. Country House was second. Code of Honor was there in the photo for third with Tessinus. Everyone was waiting anxiously as they waited for the steward to make the decision. And when the decision was made, booze rained down from the the grandstand. It really hasn't hit me. I'm sure I'm gonna tomorrow gonna be like, <laughs> but right now I'm still kind of not sure what's happening. I'm still a little bit numb about this. You know, it's a very bittersweet victory. Uh, you know, but there was a, a horse that you know the the horse that crossed the wire first bothered two horses quite badly at the head of the stretch. Our David Purdom reported that about nine million exchanged hands nationally on legal betting of course there's always that illegal market it's kind of a black eye on horse racing that this the spotlight 
has something like this happen, and it's just accentuated when the favorite, one of the best, one of the best horses in the field, if not the best, would have won, would have made seven straight years with a favorite winning this race. Instead, it's this giant long shot, and it's the second biggest payout in Kentucky Derby history. Again, first, what the fuck? <laughs> Do you remember this? Yeah. I think it was our lead on one of our shows uh, a while back because this shit just doesn't happen. They changed the rule, different horse wins, someone lost a lot of money, someone probably got shot. It was crazy. Somebody got shot, most likely. I, 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 yeah, probably, I would think. Biggest race. <laughs> Biggest horse race of the year. You fucked it up. Number seven. Number seven. Again, another person. Lamar Jackson. Jackson has all day. Looking deep for Hollywood Brown again. He's got it. Brown off to the races. And he stays on his feet. Touchdown. 83 yards. Seven. Jackson fires and it's caught. Steps. Jackson has the angle. Jackson has a first down inside the five. Second and 17. Jackson out of the pocket, looking downfield. The fake, oh, video game. Lamar Jackson. you got to put extra tape on your ankles when you're playing against Jackson. Lamar Jackson with the breakout season. This is my guy. This is who I've been watching since high school. This is my Louisville guy. This is a big deal for me to watch him kind of like flourish into the position that he was supposed to be originally. Not a running back, not a wide receiver. As of current, he is 12th with passing yards, 2,900 yards. First in touchdowns at 33. He is first in QBR at 81.2. He is fourth in rushing yards amongst running backs at 1,100 yards, and he's tied for third for touchdowns. Right now this guy's got 45 touchdowns on the season. He's carried a Baltimore team, which wasn't even supposed to be a playoff contender. That was supposed to be the Browns, and 12-2. and two. Has beaten some of the biggest competition that you're ever going to see. And most likely right now is going to win the MVP, yeah. Offensive Player of the Year. And there's a pretty good chance that Baltimore wins a Super Bowl this year. Again, I acknowledge what he's done. I this is a s- first, by the way. Record-breaking yes. year with the most rushing yards yeah. by a quarterback. Well, second time with someone's over 1,000, but record, obviously, you mentioned. So I want to see him do it in the playoffs. Yep, I think we all do. That's it. I mean, we all know what he's done, and it's, it's fucking amazing. Now the question is, again, can he do it when it matters most? So we're going to find out. We'll see. Uh, my number seven, the Patriots winning their seventh or sixth Super Bowl, Brady and Belichick winning their sixth as well. Tom Brady, about to be a six-time champion, takes the snap, drops to the knee, and the Patriots have won their sixth Super Bowl title. In the early 2000s, they won three of four. Now they have won three of the last five. Yes, it's still a dynasty. It's pretty sweet, man. I, I think we do play for each other. You know, everyone who we had, Vince came and spoke to us last night. And, uh, you know, it's it means a lot. There's been a lot of guys a part of this journey with this team. And it's just been so fun to be a part of it. I mean, you're, you're just, you are numb in a way where, like, you're trying to process it all. But I, we know what happened. I mean, we, we got outplayed. Um. There was too many other big firsts for me, too many other big uh, events throughout the year. They were already solidified. It's kind of like my next pick, too, my number six, is this in the same boat. We kind of expected it at that point. <laughs> so I, I kind of, it was worthy of being in my top 10, but not worthy of being in my top five. So 
that's where they go. Uh, Brady, uh, Belichick, and the Patriots with their sixth Super Bowl win in 20 seasons, which is fucking crazy. Uh, now, number six. Talking about a first time, this was a big deal. Virginia wins in redemption. Rebound into the hands of Hunter. And Virginia with the all-time turnaround title. This is stuff that, that we dream about. You know, I was telling, you know, the guys that came into my the 2016 class, Ty, Dre, Jay, and Mamadi, um, you know, we did it. This is this is what we said we were going to do, and we did it. This is a great win for our program, great win for our coach. Um, we worked for this all offseason, and all that work just paid off. Getting their first major title in quite some time, but it was the first time a number one seed had been knocked off by a number 16 seed the year previous after two times earned an early exit. Congratulations to Virginia. We weren't even doing the podcast at that time, I don't believe. Um, and it was just one of those games, Kyle Guy with that with that three, with the uh, and one situation online. It Virginia, that game was a big deal because we, again, Virginia's one of those schools that get counted out. You're great. You do everything correctly, but you cannot finish. And they did what they needed to do after losing to a 16th seed, which was the first time ever that's ever happened. So Really impressive. Um, congrats to Tony Bennett putting his singing career on hold to go in there and coach the Virginia <laughs> Cavaliers. <laughs> ah, number six for me is the Women's World Cup win. Number one, baby. Number one. Number one. We did it. We did it. My heart was pumping the whole time. It was really <laughs> when they, I did, when they scored, I was just like, whoa. For us older players, especially, to be able to carry a lot of that load and just set the right example for the younger players. Um, is absolutely um, a huge reason why we've been so successful. And we learned that, obviously, from, you know, the Abbeys and the Christies and, um, you know, the Mias and Lilies and, and all of those players um, of how to integrate, you know, sort of the, the younger players and just let them kind of enjoy it and, and sort of carry them along um, through the process. But I think that there's no team that is more battle-tested in knockout stages in, you know, pulling crazy shit out of wherever you need to pull it out of um, to move on to the next stage, and that's kind of what this team is all about. Uh, again, big accomplishment for uh, for the women, the soccer, uh, the football, if you will. Um, but we all kind of saw it coming. I mean, let's be honest. That's the reason why it's not my top five. It's a hell of an accomplishment, worthy of being mentioned, but as far as my best moments of the year, uh, we kind of saw it coming, so we almost almost dulled the celebration a little bit. Like, oh uh, yeah, we know they're the best team in the world, so we're gonna, you know, we we know it's happening. So, weren't really tested either for the most part. So, uh, I give that nod to number six. Let's go. Our top five sports moments of 2019. Number five. Clay Thompson's coming back in the finals, playing through injury. Iguodala goes to the rim, missed it. Um, that was kind of a big deal to me watching that happen. It was when your team's down, you lose one of the best players in the league. They need you, 
and you the turnaround in that tunnel just to come back and the applaud that came out of that. Of course, they didn't win and it, it's Golden State Warriors losing, but Klay Thompson is one of those guys on that team that I, I still think are phenomenal and he deserves a little bit more praise he, than what he gets. And yeah, that was that was a that was a shining moment in sports if I could ever name one. If you ask probably any Cavalier fan and you make them pick their favorite warrior, they're probably going to tell you Clay Thompson. And he's probably the guy you want on your team, too, just because of what he's able to do defensively, offensively. He's phenomenal. And they're paying for it, not having him right now. Uh, same thing with Curry and, and D'Lo, and I'm pretty sure Green's playing, but who the fuck cares because he he's not offensively built like those guys are. He's more of a defender. So, I mean, it, it hurts not having him, right? I mean, that's, that sucks for them. Um, yeah, it, it definitely hurts. It shows that uh, he's a bigger part of that team. But, He's the worst but, team in the NBA. But you keep him out for the rest of the year. Maybe you tell Steph, hey, take an extended vacation. We come back next October. We have James Wiseman as our center, <laughs> and now we're all good again. Okay. Uh, and then they, they trade D-Lo for Wiggins, and then it's all a nightmare all over again. Uh, here we go. Number f- <laughs> number five for me, this is where I have Virginia. Um, when you talk about – if I say to you, hey – an ACC team just won the NCAA championship. North Carolina. Or Duke, right? Yeah. You're thinking, ah. Uh, Fuck Duke. Well, I know. But North still. Carolina. But you're like, okay, it's one of those teams. Some people would even say maybe you'd say like Florida State or some weird shit like that. Maybe they got lucky this year. I don't know. <laughs> no, man. Virginia had a hell of a season, and they finished it off. Um, who did they beat? Do you remember? I'd have to look it up. Search. Ask, ask Siri. She's smart. Who did Virginia beat? Actually, it paused on me. Hold on. Who did Virginia beat to win the NCAA basketball title? According to the Wall Street Journal, Virginia Texas Tech. Oh, that was the that was the that was the Jared Culver thing where everyone was losing their mind about him becoming to Cleveland. I didn't like it, and yeah, he's not he's not. I mean, he's doing okay in Minnesota, but his brother scored 100 points in a in a college game. Um, second time ever that's ever happened. Right. So that's pretty cool. How's it feel to know your brother's more talented than you? Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, no, that's kind of what Eli deals with every day. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> you like that one? Uh, I've been holding that one in the holster all 2019. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, but I mean, uh, again, I mentioned it when we talk about teams from the ACC. You don't talk about Virginia. Maybe as a team that's going to win some games in a season and you push a little bit, but never like to really win a championship and. Again, Tony Bennett taking time out of his singing career to, to coach his team to victory was really impressive. And now he can go back to singing Fly Me by the Moon or whatever the fuck he's doing now. I don't know. I mean, it's it's impressive. So, Virginia, my number five. Let's move on to number four. Number four, the no-hitter for Skaggs. Uh, that was a big deal. Two innings. And this is ground ball to second base. Rent Heifel falls down, picks it up, fires the first. The Angels have no hit. The Seattle Mariners. It has been an amazing roller coaster of emotions for this Angels franchise over the last two weeks. When you talk about baseball in the course of a the marathon that is a season, how tightly knit baseball teams and players and clubhouses can become. And it's unfortunate that Tyler Skaggs, the original 45, is not here to witness this, but in his honor, wearing his jersey and his number. Taylor Cole of Felix Pena, this Los Angeles Angels franchise has just hit the Seattle Mariners on the night. We honor the memory of Tyler Skaggs. And now 
The 45 jerseys being placed on the mound. This is absolutely indescribable. This is the most amazing moment I've ever seen. Tyler Skaggs, of course, unfortunately dying uh, this year. And just coming back as a team and collectively, that no-hitter was kind of a big deal. It was almost like the um, the home run for uh, Fernandez. That was kind of like the same situation. With Gordon when he hit that yeah, home run, yeah. That was kind of one of those things where, like, sports is a special moment almost every year where, like, someone passes away and they do something for someone, you know, and the Skag situation was definitely one of those. It was kind of like before – a lot of people would say before we found out what he had going on, um, people were really touched by seeing that go on. So, because, of course, Skag's having the drug situation and everything, people were kind of like played it off. I still am not one of those people. It's unfortunate someone dies. You don't generalize death like that. But uh, it was a touching moment in sports for sure. Definitely was. Uh, speaking of touching moments in sports, and I feel like we're both going to have the same thing for number one when it comes down to it, but nevertheless. Uh, number four for me, the Nationals winning the World Series. It'll be another 3-2 pitch to Michael Brantley. Hudson sets. The kick in. Here it comes. Swing and a miss! Swing and a miss! Swing and a miss! And a World Series Game 7 winning Curly W is in the books! The celebration is on. The Washington Nationals are the world champions. Man, just uh, full of emotions. I'm actually, uh, now you'll get to see my emotion now. I told you all if uh, we were the last one standing, then uh, I'll get to show my emotions out here. Unbelievable. What a moment. What a team. What a team. What a game. Just everybody, everybody up and down the lineup, grinding it out. Corbin coming in, throwing those three shutout innings. How do you close the door? Clutch base hits. Just the, the baseball we played over this past month has just been unreal. Just the team, what we've done together and stay together, it's just it's a moment you'll never forget. Just amazing. Just amazing. You know, everybody counted us out. You know, we didn't quit. And that's just not what we do. We kept fighting to the very end. You know, and it's, we're world champions. Come a long way. You know, D.C.'s like home now. And, uh, you know, to bring a championship back to there, it's just an unbelievable feeling. First time. I left it off and I almost really? did. Really? Because it's almost, I'm not going to lie to you. Oh my God. Uh, it's right here. It says uh, Howie Kendrick takes the lead. Nets win game, game seven, uh, wow. win, the, win the series. Wow. Yeah, no. The Net, I mean, come on. That was, they were hot going into the playoffs and it's kind of the old adage, right? Get hot at the right time, maybe make a run. Dude. And they did. I mean, shit. Wildcard team. Ended up beating out the uh, the Cardinals, getting through. I think what they beat the Braves after that, or the Dodgers, or whoever, and they they got to the uh, World Series. And I mean, it, it was uh, it was nuts, man. Give them a lot of credit. Had a lot of hurdles to jump through. They re-signed their star pitcher as well, who won the World Series MVP, and now they're they're back at it again uh, this coming season. But for 2019, my number four moment: the Nationals winning that World Series, first one in franchise history. Haven't been around too long in Washington, but the Expos. It had been a while, too, so really cool for them to get that and uh, definitely worthy of a top-five spot from, for me. So here we go. Number three. This one's going to hurt you. No call, pass interference, Saints-Rams. Yeah, I left it off. But that should have been a penalty, and, you, and John Payton is, is justifiably upset. Every time you think about it, it's going to be tough on you. <sighs> it's frustrating. It was 
the most egregious missed call in the history of football. To me, this is on the league office because you don't have a rule in place that would allow for that call to be reviewed. Just too much at stake. And it's listen, it's a hard job for those guys because it's happening fast. But I don't know if there was ever a more obvious pass interference call that, you know, here it is, the NFC Championship game. So tough one to swallow. <laughs> Legalities in sports. It's always my favorite. We're going to sue. We're going to make a petition. Uh, let me tell you, that is the shining moment for why we sit here and we speak about NFL refs every single week. That call right there kept Kyle out of the playoffs as long as he could be. He, I mean, Bowl. honestly, that point could have been the Super Bowl win. That's Can what I'm saying. Of, Can you out of the Super Bowl? It it's, kicks you out of the playoffs, and Dude, Sean Payton had every right to be upset. It's back-to-back fucking years with these guys, right? It was the thing, that miracle in Minneapolis, and then it was this thing. It's like, God, when am I going to get a this break? One was, this one was, like, blatant. The one in Minneapolis was, like, Minnesota kind of, like, you know what I mean? Well, that was, but, that was bad form. He should have tackled his ass out of bounds, and it should have been the end of the game. This, on the other hand, was just, like, Case this was Keenum, blatant. Overrated piece of shit. You fucking lose, he your was. Job, lose your job to Haskins, you bona fide boner. All right, number three. <laughs> Number three for me, Toronto winning the NBA championship. Crowd still here hoping for a miracle. Also here to cheer on. Leonard makes it official. Now the Warriors just inbound, and that's it. There's a new NBA champion, and it's a team from Toronto, Canada. We the North are now we the champions. The Raptors, the 2019 NBA champs. We're a, a fantastic basketball team um great defensively uh, share the ball play a beautiful style uh, a lot of great two-way players and a lot of veteran players who have have been in this league contributing for a long time and um, so i'm very happy for them um you know winning a championship is the ultimate in this league and um, they've got a lot of guys who who have earned this this is what i play basketball for this is what i work out for all summer during the season, and I'm happy that my hard work paid off. It means a lot for our city and our and, and the country, and, our, and for these players, staff. You know, an incredible group of of people, my assistant coaches and the support staff. And um, I don't I don't know if it would have meant any more or any less. To be honest with you, you get the win, and you're just happy you got it, and and um, celebrate that fact. Uh, Canada's first NBA title ever. Yeah, Vancouver, talking about you and your little run you had there. Not anymore. Now it's the Memphis Grizzlies. Are there even Grizzlies in Memphis? Uh, I don't know. That's a good question, though. Why wouldn't Definitely Memphis be? Question. Why would Memphis be the Jazz? And why wouldn't like Utah be like? I feel like mountains. I associate more. I mean, there's there's a Smoky Mountains in like you know, Memphis, Tennessee, whatever. But like you know, I would assume, you know, it'd be more Bears. You know. There's probably black bears, not grizzly bears. Oh, fuck me. Well, they should go back to Vancouver then, right? I like the we, Vancouver we both Grizzlies. Enjoyed the, yeah. We both enjoyed the Vancouver Grizzlies. I think when we make expansion teams in 2K, it's where we usually start. If we're not doing Seattle, we're doing Vancouver. Uh, so, yeah. Point and simple. I mean, Toronto had a hell of a year. I mean, the the shot with Kawhi and the, uh, the Eastern Conference Finals, nuts. Eastern Conference semifinals over over Philly to win that series. It, all that whole moment for for the entire country. It's rare you see an entire country celebrate one team winning it, and it's not like a World Cup or something like that. But Canada was fucking lit for like six months. It was crazy. I think it's still on fire. 
There's still a couple trash cans they haven't put out yet. They've like sweeped across the entire country. But the Montes of <laughs> But that's my number three. We're getting close. Number two. Number two is exactly what you just said. Kawhi Leonard with a buzzer beater over Philadelphia. It's off to Leonard. Defended by Simmons. Is this the dagger? Um, that'll be one of the greatest sports moments in history alone. Uh, it looked, looked phenomenal in slow motion. Uh, and then just toppling Golden State to get the win in, in a one-year one trade-off to get yourself uh, another title with a different team to prove that you are one of the greatest players to play the game. And showing that Toronto really was willing to do what the Indians aren't willing to do tied into a last episode and win a fucking game in a small market. Well, I also finished. I mean, that's, that's one of the big things. They finished. Finish, you yeah. know. Uh, speaking of finishing, we're almost done with this list. Number two for me, NBA free agency 2019. Oh, how the paradigms shifted in certain ways, and it's showing up in the standings now uh, in the NBA. Look at a team like the Heat that were a fringe playoff team last season. They are towards the top of the Eastern Conference because of Jimmy Butler and a couple other young guys stepping up big time. You look at... A team like the Lakers, who were 12 games under 500, they get Anthony Davis. They now can't seem to fucking lose more than one game in a row at a time. They're just killing it. The Clippers also towards the top of the Western Conference again with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Look at Philadelphia with the trades they made and the guys they signed in the free agency. You look at a team like Boston, who looks, again, maybe not record-wise improved compared to last season. I think they are, though, but still... Uh, better as a team with Kemba Walker, Kyrie Irving, and Kevin Durant both going to Brooklyn. Only one playing, kind of. Kyrie's still hurt because he's a fucking bum. It is what it is. Now, there's a lot of stuff going on. So, yeah. Too many moves, not to acknowledge. But I think when it comes down to it, Andrew, I think we both have the top moment the same. And I would be really surprised, knowing what we both like like to do, that it would not be your number one. So here we go. Okay. Our number one sports moment of 2019. Yours first is... Tiger wins the Masters? It had to be. Many doubted we'd ever see it. But here it is. The return to glory. I never thought we'd see anything that could rival the hug with his father in 1997. What we just did. That will be the greatest scene in golf forever. It's probably the highlight of what I've what I've accomplished so far in my life um, on the golf course. To uh, to have had that that type of experience and to be able to come out on top and, and win. There were I don't even know how many players waiting to shake his hand, and we're talking about some of the young top ten players in the world beaming with smiles on their faces, including Brooks Kepka, who he beat by a shot, there to shake his hand. Just unreal, to be honest with you. It's uh, you know just the whole tournament has meant so much to me over the years. Uh, <clears throat> coming here and 
95 for the first time and be able to play as an amateur, winning in 97, and then come full circle 22 years later, be able to do it again. Yeah. Like, it, it had to be. Like, all this shit just... Like, yeah, nothing get rid of it. Like, it had yeah. to be number one, right? I mean, holy God. How long have we waited for that? Yeah, that was, uh, that was a moment right there. We talked about it, like, early on. Like, is he ever going to do it again? You know, like when we, when this when this podcast was birthed. Yeah, this is like an original episode. Yeah, like we we didn't know, and it's been the debate. What the debate now for what the better part of over a decade? Yeah, two thousand eight, June of two thousand eight was his last major championship. The last Masters win I think was what two thousand and five. Fucking crazy, dog. 15 years. Fifteen years. <laughs> I've been holding it down for fifteen motherfucking years, dawg. <laughs> and he found a way. Oh, and also congratulations to the President's Cup. Everyone talks shit about Tiger picking himself. He went three and oh. Yeah, so there you go. He was the best fucking player on the team and he was the last pick and he picked himself. <laughs> and he like, picked himself. He was the captain of the team, which doesn't ensure you play, and he's like, For my last pick, I picked myself. I he said I picked Tiger Woods. He's got five top five finishes this year. He's got one uh, major championship win. He's finished like third in the FedEx Cup point standing. I think he had a really good season. <laughs> he's, like, he's, like, he's talking himself up in third You're person. Ignorant. <laughs> he's a cocky motherfucker, man. That's old Tiger. That's good Tiger. That's the Tiger we want to see. That's the white guy Tiger we like. That's 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 the uh, guy that gets everyone out going with the goofy fucking pants and the weird sweaters. That's what we like seeing. So Tiger Woods, hands down, number one moment of 2019 for sports. Uh, he earned it. Bo show. That'll be the one tournament a year he's got a chance to win because it's in the same spot every year. So <laughs> he knows exactly what the course is going to be like because <laughs> he can only change the same land multiple times. He's seen it so much. So look out next year, twenty twenty. Um, really quick, give me your uh, your overall impression of sports in twenty nineteen before we head out. Um, interesting. A lot of rule changes. A lot of great players proving how great they are. The mighty have fallen. And uh, don't believe what some people want to hold back from you. And that's kind of like the gist of what sports are in general. But this year there's definitely an infatuation about players doing this, not the Cinderella thing as much as proving their worth. So I had a couple other of these topics I wanted to tell you that I had really quick. Okay. Um, I had five other ones. I had the P.I. call, the Miss P.I. call, and the Saints-Rams game. I had the rise and fall of the AAF <laughs> in here. Uh, I had the uh, Antonio Brown drama. I said I called him Antonio Brow. I don't know why. Typos. It's a shame. Love to see it. Uh, and then uh, I had Clemson winning their second national title in three years. And the last thing was Simone Biles uh, and her dominance. Probably is the best gymnast now of all time, I would imagine. She's the Michael Phelps of uh, of gymnasts, except I would I would do Simone Biles. I would not do Michael Phelps. So. <laughs> She is very attractive. Got to see her up close. She's actually very nice. More friendly than you think, even though her brother's like a murderer. Like it's it's pretty cool to, that she's uh she's so sweet. Uh I if I had to round up and, and sum up twenty nineteen uh for the show uh in one word or phrase or action, simply put, it would be And that'll do it for the AK Swish podcast here in 2019, guys. Thank you so much. Can't wait to come back in 2020 and fuck with your mind some more. We're going to have a bunch of topics uh, coming up really quick here in the next few weeks. 
as we move into a new decade uh, in the uh, 21st century. So I hope you guys enjoyed the first year of AK Swish Podcast, and we will see you guys next year. Andrew, one last thing for the people. One last, uh, one last 2019 thing for the people. Uh, I don't know. Um, what do you mean you don't know? Ask me for three today alone. Don't don't break the fourth wall here, okay? Come on. <laughs> We're recording this the, on January or December 27th, all right? Really, this this much? One one fucking stupid thing to happen to you in 2019. One stupid thing that happened to me in 2019. Nothing stupid happened. Oh my god! Just let's let's go into 2020 like banging it out. Let's be <laughs> let's be famous. Let's be famous in 2020. I didn't say set a goal. I want to be famous. It's one thing. Be resolution. You want to do resolution. Share our shit so we can be famous already. That's Andrew's resolution. Yeah, be, I want to be famous. Share so our shit already. So can you do me a favor? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's gonna be really fucking stupid. It's a great way to end this stuff because it's so mean. Uh, you know, like uh, Frosted Flakes. Yeah. The saying, you know, they're, they're more than good, they're great. Yeah. Can you just do the first part? They're more than good. Can you, can, can you sing it for me really quick? Like, 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 I'll give you a countdown, all right? I don't even know how to sing. But so, okay. like, you know, they're more than good. Can you just do that for me? Okay. Yeah. So, I'll count three, two, one. They're more than good. They got aluminum in them. That's <laughs> dumb. That's going to do it. That's going to do it. That's, Is that's that what it. you wanted? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Okay. I mean, I wanted cool. more enthusiasm from you, but I know cool. I was going to get, I was trying to pull a cow out of, or pull, pull a cow. Pull milk out of a, a dry calf. But I don't know. Cool. Cool, cool. All right, guys, that's going to cool. do it. Follow us on Twitter at AK Swish Pod. Follow us on Facebook. Type in that search bar, AK Swish Podcast. We will see you next year. Bye bye, everybody. Deuces. The views and opinions of those who talk and appear on the AK Swish Podcast are their own. Listener's discretion is advised.